Hey ladies, welcome to the Diamond Hands podcast. So you want to own a med spa? Welcome to our community and explore the exciting industry of medical aesthetics and hear from experienced med spa owners and relevant industry experts to guide you on your path. Mindset, money, practice management, marketing, find it here. So hello everyone, welcome back to the Diamond Hands podcast. Today we are so excited to have Victor Novoselov, who is the owner of Trifecta Med Spa and on um, the operations manager, Zifa Ali. Welcome. Hi. Hi, how are you? Thank you. <laughs> Doing excellent. I'm so excited to have you guys on. This is my first podcast, podcast interview with two people. Oh, nice. Oh. <laughs> fancy. I know Maybe. we're fancy right. today. <laughs> so we'll do a little bit of tag teaming or what have you. Um, so, you know, basically, I just want to kind of find out, you know, let our listeners know. So I'll start with Zifa. So how did you even, like, um, get into aesthetics in the first place and start working at Trifecta Med Spa and working your way up to operations manager? <laughs> It's been a long journey, actually. I've been in the industry for about 15 years, and my dad was the one who told me about becoming an esthetician. He worked with um, a really big company, um, and they were starting out in New York, and I was finishing high school, yeah. and I always wanted to be a hairdresser, surprise, oh. <laughs> completely opposite of who I am, um, and that didn't happen. And then I was finishing high school and I'm like, what am I going to do with my life? Like, what's next? And he's like, Listen, <laughs> go to college, try it out, see if you like it. I'm like, fine. He's like, you hate it. I will pay for your beauty school. Beauty school. Like, you'll go, you'll love it. And, you know, you can start working with them. It's great. Laser's a new thing. So he's the one who actually got me interested in this industry. Mm -hmm. um, think that um so <laughs> I went to beauty school I hated college I only liked what I liked right which was like marketing and sales and business yeah I really loved those and I loved art so I always took those classes mm -hmm. um and then I went to beauty school and I loved it um I became an esthetician in 2006 I believe yeah five 2005 2006 and I started working I worked I started part-time in the industry mm -hmm. in a week I became full-time because no one would stay <laughs> and it Damn. Was, okay it was hard and you know I worked my way up to assistant manager mm -hmm. and then I finished working there for six years and the owners that I knew decided to open up another company or like work with other med spas so I left with him and I worked with them for about two years and it was awful and oh, oh. I left and I was like what am I doing um, it wasn't great. I think they just changed direction and I lost the love for Metspa and um, I was back in school and then I reached out to Victor, mm -hmm. um, yeah, a rep that I knew and mm -hmm. he was like, you know, they have a really nice Metspa downtown. The mm -hmm. owners are great. She's like, send them your resume. He's definitely going to reach out to you. And yeah. I did. I sent Victor my resume in like February, I think. And I didn't hear back from him. And I was like, he doesn't like me. They don't like me. Um, but it was for an esthetician position. Yes. Part time. So I think, I don't know, Victor, maybe when you saw my resume, you're like, no, she can't be an esthetician. Like it was, I had about eight years of experience at that point mm -hmm. um, in the med spa industry. So I didn't hear back from Victor and I was finishing school and I was like, I need to get a job. Like I need to work. Yeah. 
And um, then Victor reached out to me and it was like in April, I think. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. He's like, you know, if you're interested, let us know. And I was like, yeah, I'm interested. <laughs> so I actually met with Ilya the first time and it was like the best interview. Yeah. I don't know how to explain it, but like when you meet someone and you are connecting and it's great and it's like, wow, you guys own this company. Like, this is awesome. I've never wow. worked with people that are like super nice and, mm -hmm. you know, they, they see something within you. And I was like, wow, this is great. So, um, then I met with Victor and I was like, oh, he definitely doesn't like me because Victor is very like, so let's go to let's get to the point. Um, and I'm like, OK, so it was a newer med spa. And I was like, let's try it. I mean, what's what's the worst that can happen? I'm willing mm -hmm. to take the chance. And I did. And it's going to be seven years now. And we've been doing so well. So. Wow, that's so amazing. And that's I, a I, nice story. Yeah, it is. It's a really you nice story. Everything, right? <laughs> <laughs> I touched on all of it, so that's my entire story. I know, Mitch is like, I think I remember this a little bit differently. <laughs> <laughs> no, 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 it was exactly like she said. Like so, that, so, no? so interview was, was great from the first uh, for the first minute, from the minute we started, yeah, and we, we saw mutual uh, mutual vision. Mm-hmm. That's so awesome. That's so awesome. I think that's like a, something that, you know, you know, listeners should take away from is like, you know, you don't need, it's like you're successful Zifa as a, now as an operations manager, because you guys have expanded, you have so many different locations, but you know, these are some of the pathways that you can go in the med spa route. You don't necessarily have to become a med spa owner, but you could help them manage everything, which I think is great. Yeah. Um, so that's something that I think is really great. And um, so, Victor, you kind of had an interesting pathway to get into this business yourself because, you know, mm -hmm. your background, um, you know, you have your master's in public health. And, you know, so tell us a little bit about what you were doing before ownership and let us know how you met your partner, Dr. Fruitman, and how you came to, to own the practice with him. Like what led to the formation of Trifecta Med Spa? It's, uh, it's a great question. Uh, it's... Um very interesting how we came friends I, I mean it's it's very regularly we became acquainted uh, again through uh one of the reps mm -hmm. who came to us we had the uh, uh, i had an office uh, also working in a in a, uh medical field and uh, we one one time rep came to me and said look look i know one doctor he's in long island though but can you it's probably going to be a great match for you guys. I don't know why, but it's uh, okay. let's. Uh, I would recommend you to meet him. It was about 15 years ago. Wow. But it was 15 years ago uh, also. And uh, um, then uh, we arranged the meeting, and it clicked again. It's a click from the first uh, from the first time. So it was great mutual respect, interest, and uh, he's an amazing person, uh, uh, extremely smart. I uh, and. Uh, uh, he had a vision which uh, we we I saw we could add to each other, and yeah. uh, then we started to to going to for lunch for dinner to discuss things how we see it, uh, and we understand like like look stuff already going so let's do something, yeah. stop talking about it and uh, <laughs> action yeah yeah we need some action and. Uh, um, Interesting. It wasn't medical spa. It was a psychiatry because Dr. Fruitman, he's a, a board certified psychiatrist, and uh, he specialized in treatment resistant depression and uh, uh, adult ADD, ADHD. Yeah. And a uh, few years after, few years after we started, actually, 
uh, he came he came up with an idea of using Botox for for depression because uh, uh, there were a few studies out of Europe, fresh studies out of Europe that helps. Like when uh, when you cannot frown, your brain is trained to to think that everything is fine. Wow. So we started to do that, and uh, uh, it helped. It helped. That's so uh, sometimes it worked better than medication, actually. Sometimes wow. Medication, yeah, because new medication for people with treatment-resistant depression uh, very often work no more than seven to ten percent, mm-hmm. and Botox was working like uh, probably in uh, at least thirty percent of the people. Or they were thinking that it worked, but it's, uh, <laughs> it, it, it doesn't matter. But as long as you feel better, it's yeah. uh, that what is matter, right? Wow. And very soon after that, people started to ask us, like, look. Um, I feel better, but can you do something like Botox or for us to look better? We started to do that. And uh, for a while, we were operating from the same office. And very mm-hmm. shortly, uh, we figured out that we cannot continue like that because there was so many people for looking for aesthetic part. Wow. And so we needed to open a small space. And where then, then when uh, our ways with Zifa got together, right? <laughs> marriage there yes 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 that's so cool so look at that so your your story is so interesting so a rep played matchmaker so to speak yes 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 that's so great so you know reps any one of you guys who are listening that are reps for companies add value if you know people who would be great to connect each other connect them because absolutely you might be the start of something beautiful like this 100% And we always, when when we need to hire someone or we're looking for someone, we always uh, ask reps and say, look, do you know someone? Please recommend. Because we believe that recommendation is the most important thing because reps know you and uh, they know they're good matchmakers, as you you said. That's so cool. I love that. That is, I, I think that is definitely one of the more interesting stories about how someone got into med spa ownership just because it's like, it's usually, you know, someone who's a nurse practitioner or a doctor and they're like, okay, I want to do this. And, but your path is so like, yeah, absolutely. It's a lot of twists and turns. It's yeah. like Botox working depression, right? <laughs> exactly. It's, it's, that's so cool. And so who would have thought, thought that would have led you to open up a med spa like it's crazy to think about it now i know because you guys have what 15 locations today right no we had we had we had uh, four locations for medical spa and we mm-hmm. also had uh have a uh, uh, three locations for healthcare, but yes. which which is mostly online now yeah yeah, well, yeah that's so it's cool. a good thing it's a great it's amazing thing that and uh, and the government started to realize that importance of uh telemedicine but mm-hmm. uh uh I know probably luckily for us, no one can do Botox over over. I know, I know. I, know. I was actually talking to a nurse practitioner uh, on Saturday. We had an interview, and and it's like she was like, "I've never been busier." I think what's happening is that since people are looking at themselves in the Zoom all day long, you know, they're not in the office and just their heads down. They're like seeing themselves and like, "Oh no, I have wrinkles, my neck, my crow's feet, this and that," <laughs> and so they're going in and getting these procedures done. So. You know, Zipa, I want to bring it back to you and kick it back the ball back over. But, you know, you manage a larger team, um, you know, and so you're an organizational queen 
<laughs> and so is Victor King, rather. So, you know, what are some of the organiz organizational habits that you cultivate to ensure that your teams in the various locations stay motivated and consistent? And then, Victor, if you could think about when she's answering that, you talk next, you know, what's your role in these organi organizational habits as a leader? So, Zipa, if you could answer first, and then Victor. Yeah. So I think with us, um, there's a mutual respect between management and um, the team that we have. Like we, everyone comes to work, they do a great job. They know what they need to do. Like no one's micromanaged, no one's on top of them. Like it's really a great team. Whenever we hit our goal, Victor and Ilya come and they celebrate with us. We'll have champagne. They do um, a summertime party and a Christmas party every year, which really brings everyone together. Like it's so important. This is the first company I've ever worked for. And the first time I met Victor and Ilya, like our first month together, they were like, okay, so Christmas party, it's going to be amazing. And I started like May and I'm like, okay, why are they talking about this Christmas party in May? I've worked for the past eight years in a medical spa, never once had a Christmas party. Wow. I come to Christmas and I'm like, wow, they really appreciate you. Like they really care about their staff. And I yeah. just didn't see that before. And I think yeah. I also came from a big corporate office. Mm -hmm. So it was like, I was a number. I was in Zipa and mm -hmm. that trifecta, like everyone, even our office coordinators, even the people that come to do our cleaning in the office like everyone knows everyone it's a great family um you just feel appreciated and I feel like that helps my team like every month yeah. we hit our goal I'm like hey guys we're gonna celebrate we're gonna have sushi we're gonna have champagne okay. it just the little things really count for us um and it just makes a huge difference for birthdays we celebrate birthdays every you know for everyone whenever mm -hmm it's a good environment to be in. Everyone is happy. And I think that's what makes us so successful, to be honest with you. That is really awesome. Well, being with a European man myself, I will say that probably comes from Victor. European man always knows how to have a good time. They like to celebrate. <laughs> Yes. Yes, 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 yes. They yes. had a party, man. I was like, I'm West Indian. I'm like, you guys party like we do. Like, you get down. And they're like, we like to drink. I was like, so do I. So it was like a match made in heaven. I think. Exactly. Same here. <laughs> Jamaican, Czech Republic. We have a little bit of Russia. We got this going. All right. <laughs> and so, Victor, you know, what would you say? Because you're like, you know, the you're the head. You know, you're the helm of that organizational things. Like, so in your, in your role, what... Besides these things, you know, how do you feel that you bring to the organizational habits of excellence as a leader? I think you like uh, uh, do what you preach. That respect, respect uh, for for everyone. And uh, uh, one of the most important things is uh, make people and yourself understand that every day is count towards a customer and we here basically to make our customers happy. And uh, this is our primary goal, because if we're here to make money, customers will see that and uh, you're not gonna be successful. But if, you're, if your goal, first of all, make people happy, then they appreciate it and business will come. That's, uh, that's the one, one uh, thing I learned actually a long time ago. Uh, in my first one of my first jobs in in uh, in, in New York when I was a busboy in an Italian restaurant and the oh. owner and the owner taught me that and he said look that's uh, when someone comes to your door yeah you, you have to be really happy and really honestly thank them when they're leaving because because of them you're able to receive a paycheck 
And that was a lesson I never forget. Wow, that is such a great lesson. I, I really love that. And, and, and I, you know, and I think that even goes for if anyone's getting into this business for the wrong reasons, like you said, that, that yes. stuff does show. And, you know, kind of, uh, kind of piggybacking on that, you know, your business has been so successful. And so over these years of owning this business, Victor, what would you say that is a business goal you've accomplished that seemed very difficult when you started, but, you know, but then you got to the mountaintop and you're looking down and you were like, whoa, I, we did that. What was something? It's, uh, this might sound strange, but, uh, it wasn't only to create a company which is successful. Of course, yeah, success, it's a ultimate measure maybe for some people, but for us, it also, uh, for, for me personally, it's uh, I wanted to create a company where I'm happy to be at, and every morning I'm getting up and I want to go there. I want to go. So that means that you're not working, you're having fun all day long. So that's, uh, and... Uh, for me, that's a, it's a goal. And look, we're still in the process. We're still in the process. We, but we're definitely going towards there, and uh, we're definitely achieving uh, certain milestones. And I, at the end, I think like very soon with uh, with Zifa's help mm -hmm. and everyone's help uh, in our company, we are we're going to be there. Yeah, that's so great. I love that kind of teamwork mentality that you guys have, and something that you said, Zifa, earlier that I really loved. You said everyone no matter what role they play like you guys have such a cohesive kind of like family like atmosphere because no matter if you're the one organizing things or the practitioner actually doing the treatments or you're the one keeping the establishment clean everybody has such an important role to play in the overall you know um you know organization of the practice right and, you know, kind of getting more into organization, you know, as a larger practice, I know you guys have a lot of things that you have to, to keep track of. And, you know, I'm kind of wondering if you could let our audience know, what are some key performance indicators that you guys utilize, you know, like think, like measures, like systems and processes that you utilize to ensure, you know, organizational success? And how deep do you go with tracking things in your practice? And Victor, you could start if you yeah. want, or Zipa. Uh Data is everything, right? Data is everything. Uh, uh, because of our relationship with uh, Allergan, an amazing company, uh, and uh, uh, we are top 1% for Allergan, uh, top, top 100 uh, out of, I believe, like 45,000 accounts they have. Wow. And uh, uh, they helped us a lot. They have uh, so much data, yeah. and it supplies, they, 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 they that's how they help they give it to us uh, uh also we have uh our own data right our own data and we constantly tracking our performance we see where we can do better mm -hmm. but also data is it's huge right but it's not everything we will again we should never forget that we're here ultimately for people mm -hmm. so uh another i would like probably not less important indicator is uh, reviews Yes. Uh, we see reviews, we constantly monitor them. I mean, look, if you have a bad reviews, if company doesn't have a bad reviews, I won't believe that because uh, <laughs> it's uh, then it's fake. Yeah. Uh, everyone has unhappy customer at one point, but the thing is how you respond, how you make things happen. Mm -hmm. And for us to get, when we get a bad review, like we... I always call Zifa and say, Zifa, what, uh, what, what can we do about it? And then 
we try to we try to talk to people so, and yeah. uh, most of the time it works most of mm. the time it works sometimes look sometimes we are it it tells me that we uh then we did something wrong that mm -hmm. we did something we uh we forgot something and mm. uh and we want to generally we want to change it and yeah. another amazing indicator for us it's the happiness of our people with whom we work mm. uh with whom we work because it's you, you cannot measure it I mean, you probably you can when uh, when you see people leaving you, they don't want to work. Mm. But one of the key indicators is they smile when they come to work. If uh, mm. uh, that atmosphere, that uh, uh, in uh, in uh, in offices, when we when you see you catch you 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 just you catch it right away, right? So that uh, you see people smiling, everything in the air, or you see gloomy faces, and something happens. Yes. So no one want to work. No one customers doesn't want to be in the office where and uh, where uh, they're not met with smile and something is wrong. Something is yeah. wrong. So that's why it's a huge for us to make uh, our our employees happy. And uh, uh, I, I I believe that Tifa one of the, our uh, great success stories. So that she's uh, she deserves like a huge huge applause for that. That's so great. That's, that's great though. Like they're just great people. You want to come to work for them, you know? You don't yeah. I used to hate coming to work. I really did when I started and I cried every day and wow. it was so bad for me. And I stuck it out. And I know now that I stuck it out for trifecta. Like I really hated it and I really am so happy now. It's just it's like day and night the difference from what you know a few years makes. Wow, that that's so great, and I and I, and I love that. You know, because when, when kind of extrapolating from that, it's just so important to have the hard indicators and then the soft indicators. You know, the hard indicators are the numbers because numbers don't lie. Well, sometimes they do if you skew them. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, absolutely, yeah, yeah. it's like you know, numbers tell a story in themselves, but the story that those numbers are telling are those soft things that you talked about, Victor and Zifa. You know, with the um, you know the client reviews and how you respond to the client reviews and continuing to create like a positive culture in your business and those things affect the numbers so it all it's all this like and so yeah so if anyone like this, oh sorry go ahead Sipa. it yeah. all adds up at the end of the day exactly it all adds up and you know so i want to know you guys and uh zipa you can answer first if you like but what is the thing that you enjoy most about being in the med spa business? For me, it's always been like making clients happy. I think that when I see someone come in and they're like, they struggle with something and it's just been, I've had a friend growing up and she had a lot of hair on her face. She had like a hormonal um, imbalance and she grew a lot of hair on her face and she suffered so much in school. People would make fun of her all the time. And I was like, I felt so bad for her and she did laser hair removal when we were in high school, I believe. Mm -hmm. And she was like, it was the best thing she's ever done and made her so happy. So I was like, wow, that's amazing. Like, I want to do something like that. You know, I want to work at a place where people leave and they feel happy mm -hmm. and they are relaxed and they feel great. Like, that's what I really wanted to do. I knew I was destined for the service industry. I didn't know what, what exactly. And when someone comes in and they suffer from acne and they can't wear certain things because they're not happy or, you know, laser hair removal. For me, I had a lot of hair and I got made fun of a lot growing up. And it just like when people leave and they're like, you've changed my life. I'm so happy. 
this made such a huge difference. It, it just makes me feel great. Like I'm like, wow, I really, I'm doing the right thing, you know? Wow. What about you, Victor? Um, ability to get free treatments. <laughs> <laughs> no, honestly, it's not, a, it's not a, like, uh, before we started, I was thinking about it. And uh, first, I remember first time I, I got Botox at uh, uh, someone's office. And I said, mm -hmm. like, God, it's expensive. And then we st when we started doing Botox, I said, all right, now now we're talking. So now it's, uh, we can be, <laughs> <laughs> at least I can make myself a little bit happier. And uh, uh, no, honestly, it's, uh, um, it's, uh, it's everything. Again, it's probably, probably ability to go to work, ability to go to work and be happy, ability to work and uh, be happy. And because uh, uh, when you're happy, you go you go back home and uh, and uh, your loved ones see that you are a happy person, and it's it's a, it's a great. It leads to harmony. It leads to harmony around you, and people, your friends, start to feel it, and uh, uh, and uh, they think about you as a positive person, and everything is getting better. It's everything. The life is getting better. It's mm -hmm. easier. It's much easier to manage, and it's a it's a it's quite a philosophical uh, challenge. But uh, that's what it is. That's what it is. And we are we are on our constant pathway to self improvement and uh, uh, making yourself making yourself uh, happier. Exactly. And I mean, that's the thing, you know, in business, no matter what business that we're in, it's like those things are transferable. It's just like improving. And at the end of my podcast, I always say improving is the name of the game. But that's what it is, yeah. improving and like becoming our best selves. It's like, I don't work out six days a week for nothing. I want to improve myself, my health, for my partner, for my family, exactly. for my future kids, yeah. <laughs> you know, whatever. <laughs> so it's 100%. like, it's important. So that's so cool. So, you know, we talk about a lot of the highs, but I want to kind of explore with you guys some of the challenges that you've gone through in business. Um, because, you know, if we, if we are in business and we say that we don't have any challenges, we're also lying. <laughs> so I'm just kind of interested to know about, you know, if you want to just give me one example of a challenge that you went through and how you kind of overcame that challenge. Um, I, don't, I don't know, Victor, if you want to kind of extrapolate that. Sure. Uh, I'll probably, I can say, a uh, couple of things. Uh, what it's, uh, it's basically it's one thing to choose your partner. Who's your partner? Uh, I mean, in the, in providers, in in provide in the in the uh, suppliers. Mm -hmm. It's extremely important. Mm -hmm. Like one of I realized that one of the most important things and one of the great challenges uh, because look, um, a lot of businesses when they open. Now they start to see all the reps, all the all the uh, manufacturers come to them, and all, all of them saying like, "Look, this is the next thing. This is we are best. This how do you know what's how they different? How they how do you know what's better? What's not? What I mean, it's a good thing that if you've been in the industry, but for us, we never been in an industry, and for me personally, it was a such a great curve to learn. So it's I needed to sit. Literally, literally, I spent it. I spent hundreds of hours of uh, 
learning and uh, studying about different machines, different lasers, different different toxins, how Botox differ from uh, dye sports, from enzymes, how's everything, how, how, what, what, like, because, because of your decision will depends your company is successful or not, mm-hmm. which laser choose. Laser are not cheap. Like mm-hmm. they, they're like easily, they probably start from hundred thousand dollars, right? Yeah. Uh, they don't think long. That company, laser companies, don't think long about it. They say, all right, that's hundred thousand, and then and up, and uh, and uh, if you have a couple of uh, spots, so here's a few hundred thousand dollars right away that you have mm-hmm. to spend, and a few hundred thousand dollar mistake will uh, cost you business. Oh yes. Yeah. So uh, that's why. That's why. I remember our excruciating process of choosing choosing our uh, laser. Wow! You remember that? <laughs> we need, yes, we needed three. We needed three right, or uh, two right away, and then one uh, a few months later. And uh, first, we started with uh, all the companies, and I probably tried all of them, mm-hmm. and on different parts of my body, and uh, <laughs> and then. Then uh, only on at the end, only two left, and uh, we are so happy that we chose Luminous now mm-hmm. uh, because of the people, amazing people, amazing technology, great company, mm-hmm. and uh, uh, right now we work exclusively with them. And uh, right now we work exclusively. We we got lucky, but that luck uh, probably wasn't pure luck. It's based on uh, hundred again hundreds and hundreds of hours testing uh learning and uh the same thing with allergan yeah. we chose uh we were working with uh, uh almost all companies but at the end we chose allergan as our partner uh mm-hmm. it was a uh, our decision mm-hmm. to work uh, primarily with them because they're the best they're most successful mm-hmm. they have the best product product uh, name recognition and uh now look uh, we got results we got results yeah. That's, wow. uh, for for us it was for me it was a great challenge but again it's uh, based on a uh, hard study yeah. and uh, intense what about you Zifa? I think for me um I guess overcoming like client issues if like mm-hmm. I had a client when I first started at Trifecta and I was new to injectables I just really knew about like Botox Radius and Juvederm mm-hmm. I remember the story. She came in and she was getting Xeomin specifically. And I didn't know you kept Xeomin like in the cupboard. You don't keep it in the fridge. <laughs> and so we're there like, I'm like looking for the Xeomin. I'm like, I can't find it. She comes in for her appointment. I like literally was there for like two weeks now. And I just made the executive decision. I was like, listen, I'm so sorry. I don't have the Xeomin, which I did, but I couldn't find it. And I gave her a complimentary treatment. And she has been with me for... The past seven years, she has referred wow. so many clients. She loves us. She writes amazing yeah. reviews about us. She does everything from injectables to cool sculpting to facials. <laughs> like it really, little things like that, it just really makes a difference knowing that I overcame that situation with her and mm-hmm. now we build this amazing relationship and mm-hmm. she continues to come back to us. Like that really, it's amazing. You know, it makes me feel good at the end of the day. 
Wow. Those are two great stories. And, you know, the thing that I love about, you know, having you both together is that the both the challenges that you both have had, you know, Victory, you with like going through hundreds of hours of research to make sure you're aligning yourself with the best brand partners for your business. And then Zifa, you with, you know, making sure that you're doing things and you have that ownership type of feeling in you to be able to make those executive decisions that are in the best interest of your client. Some business owners, a lot of these basketball owners, they have all these issues just for themselves. Right. Yeah. And you guys are so blessed that you've been able to grow in such a way that you've been able to kind of spread out those headaches. <laughs> and, um, you know, um, kind of like um, moving on to, I want to understand, Victor, um, at what point in your entrepreneurial journey did it make the most sense to start expanding into multiple locations? And how did you come up with the framework to run each business and, and maintain the high standards in each of your locations? Uh, we didn't plan it. We didn't plan it. Like we didn't plan open, we didn't plan open medical spot, right? And it happened. So uh, over here, you just you have to feel and you have to listen and market you have to feel the market you you have to know that what probably happened to us so uh we uh outgrew our first small location yes and uh <laughs> within i would say probably like seven eight months and we wow. realized that we need a much bigger one and at the thing at the same time opportunity came almost the same time uh opportunity came and to open second location on uh, 57th and 7th Avenue mm -hmm. on uh, and our first location is downtown so it was a very different location but opportunity great opportunity came and uh, I guess we just listen it we just listen we just uh, follow that opportunity when you see opportunity you go there yeah. Uh, it's a risk, but we took calculated risk. And uh, uh, so our like, first two locations were open almost uh, the same year, the mm -hmm. same year within mm -hmm. a couple months uh, from, uh, from each other. So, and uh, um, we did it. And then uh, we already had uh, another one. We already had a uh, um, place in our Long Island. Yeah. So we just started, we decided to develop that. And... Uh, uh, most importantly, we met the right people. We mm -hmm. met the right people. Not not in the first, like we had the mistakes. Everyone had mistakes. <laughs> I mean, look, it's uh, uh, we went through a number of people who can that uh, we we thought would be good, but unfortunately, mm -hmm. uh, unfortunately, didn't work. Uh, we um, we went through a couple of even partners. Mm. we wanted to work with didn't work and we realized that our core team it's our core team mm -hmm. we're gonna we're not gonna get any investors we don't want to because we want to grow grow organically yeah. we want to grow organically and uh, just uh, again be happy mm -hmm. be happy where we are and appreciate where we are so that's uh that's uh, uh how we grow we, we uh how we do so it's uh next what's going to be next we don't know but I definitely I, I want to go to Miami okay. <laughs> because especially it happens every time it happens every every winter every winter in New York uh, we I, I'm I'm telling Zifa like Zifa we gotta go like, Miami or Hawaii Miami or Hawaii I'm like Hawaii I'm seeing Hawaii I'm like let's do 
What? Let me tell you. Let me know when you guys open up Miami. I know a couple of injectors down there. You know oh, what I great, mean? Great. I'll hook you guys up. You know, because they don't have practices great. yet. Fantastic. <laughs> now, now, now we're talking. Now we're talking. <laughs> so that's uh, that's how we go. So and uh, uh, we don't know what uh, what we don't have a hard plan to open, mm -hmm. say, ten locations in ten years. No, mm -hmm. I mean, look, it's uh, uh, we rather be have less locations but happier. Yeah. That makes a lot of sense. Oh my God. <laughs> and so, you know, you know, hopefully you guys will open up Miami because I might be moving to Florida oh, in a couple of years. Oh yeah. You know, this Jamaican blood cannot stay in this cold all the time. <laughs> um, but you know, we kind of talked about that and you know, the business and kind of going further in that, and maybe this is a question for you, Zifa. Tell me more about your client intake process and your processes and systems for your clients and how that helps to improve the client and employee experience. Yeah, so for us, um, clients come through like referrals, reviews. Um, we do a lot of advertising online. So as long as they come in there, as long as we can get you booked, like we put on the charm for you. And I um, started with such hard sales and hard closing. Like oh, no. I was such a bad closer when I started and someone <laughs> sat down with me. I remember one of the um, assistant managers She's like, I'm going to teach you how to close. Like, you're yeah. great at starting this, but you have to learn how to close. And mm -hmm. I, I realized that some people are really like, you have to close now. You have to close today. And you have to offer this, this, and that. And at Trifecta with our team, it's a little different. We, I know that the service is amazing. I know mm -hmm. that my team is phenomenal. So you're just going to come in. Consultations are complimentary which some places they charge. I've never understood that. Like, why are you charging me to just get information? Like, let me decide myself. Mm -hmm. So um, because our consultations are complimentary, because you come in and meet our staff, I tell people on the phone all the time, like, just come in, just yeah. meet us, just see the environment, just see what you're dealing with. Let us just talk to you. And you can decide after that. We've had people, I'm like, listen, go home, think about it, sleep on it. And they always come back and they always yeah. call back and they are happy because we're not pushing them. Um, especially at this time, nobody wants to be pushed into buying a package. Coronavirus. Mm. Like no one wants that. So yeah. go home, think about it, you know, mm. sleep on it, talk about it with your friends and your family, do some more research because you're not going to find a place. Um, one where you feel comfortable coming in knowing that you're going to get a phenomenal treatment, knowing that the staff is not there just to sell you, you're not just there as a number or, you know, I look at you as a person, you know, you have your own story, you have your own things that you're dealing with. So it really makes a difference when you're, when you change up the way that you run the business. And both years ago, they had salespeople and they still do. And I don't know how they're super successful, but for us, it just, it's really about the service. It's about the quality. It's about the feeling that you get when you walk into trifecta, like you feel at ease. And it's just, it makes a huge difference. Oh, yeah. And, and, and I mean, it's like, you know, and it's funny you think you talk about sales. It's like, you know, I'm in sales myself. But it's like, you know, what happens? It's like, you know, the consulting. It's like if everything is approached with a consultative type of thing and you're doing the thing that is best for your client, you always win. Because, you know, in business, you want to seek to create win-win relationships, not like I win and you lose. That sucks. And that comes to bite someone back 
you know, in the future. Yes. <laughs> yeah. But, you know, even I talked to um, a, another successful med spa owner and, 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 and it's like, you know, everything in sales, though, it starts from when they look at your website. It starts from when they look at your client reviews. It starts from what they even smell when they walk into your, your front door. It's like all these different things affect people's psyche and their soft opinions of you like we talked about before. And that definitely is going to make or break having a new client or not. And you guys have really figured that out. Yeah. I also like a little trick that I always do is I, we have two doors in the office yeah. and you can definitely walk through the back door just to come in, but every day I come in and I walk through the front door. Like I'm a new client coming in. Mm -hmm. I look at the experience, like from the minute I step foot in the building, the hallway going up the elevator. And then when I walk in, I'm like, okay, do I feel comfortable? Would I want to come here for a service? And mm -hmm. if I see something out of place, I fix it. But if I feel good walking in, it's like, I know that it's going to be a great day. You know, like I know that it's going to be really productive. That's so great. Do you have anything to add to that, Victor? Or well, I think Zifa is, uh, she's a master. She's a master of, uh, <laughs> of looking, of looking for little things that I would never see. Probably I would never see because I'm somewhere in the clouds, my head's somewhere in the clouds. And, and she, she looks at it, even when she come to our office, uh, because yeah. our location is different. She always yeah. said, uh, can you give me like one day? I will fix some things here. Like <laughs> need to do this and this and that. And like, wow, oh, really? <laughs> That's so good. No, it's uh, so I I trust her opinion hundred percent. That's so 100%. great. I love it. Flutter, like I'm just like I feel like when I first got hired at Trifecta, my first day. I don't know if you remember this, Victor. I cleaned the entire office. I learned nothing about anything. I mean, I had experience. I was like, I'll learn software is like I'm cool with stuff like that it doesn't take much time mm -hmm. I literally organized that entire office it was small it didn't take me long but for me I'm like if I see clutter I'm just not gonna focus if everything yeah. is organized and neat and I walk in and it looks beautiful I feel better and mm -hmm. I just walked in and I was like there's a lot of things around I was like why is everything here <laughs> and it just worked out so well like I learned a software within like an hour and I was like let's just clean and organize yeah, yeah that's so great I love that, that that's so <laughs> wonderful you guys found definitely the right partnership there mm -hmm. and you know the last question I have for you is you know um, and this will probably be more of a Victor question, but you know, what is your biggest word of advice that you would have for those coming into the industry who want to own a med spa business? Uh, let me start. Okay, <laughs> probably say the first before you even start, calculate, calculate everything. Like I literally every every little step, every little expenditure, and then multiply it by third. That's that's uh, because uh, absence of money can break you, oh, yeah. and uh, especially now. And the uh, clients are so hard to get. And then let's start implementing and implementing meticulously. And but also be very open. Be very open to criticism. And if someone knows something. Just listen to them. Don't dismiss. Like if we wouldn't listen, Zifa, I have my own opinion, of course, like on everything, right? But if I wouldn't listen to Zifa, we wouldn't listen to Zifa, we probably wouldn't be successful because she knows she she's an expert. Yeah. And uh, uh, also, no trends. Every single day on the aesthetic market, something coming like the next big thing. 
That's mm-hmm. it. That this is next big thing. And you know how many those uh, big huge things I, I I heard I learned. And if you buy everything, it probably will be uh, out of business again because again oh, yeah. those those things not cheap. Mm-hmm. Those things some equipment comes and you just calculate. It's great. It's uh, something new, really new. Mm-hmm. But then you calculate and you understand financially it doesn't make any sense. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Uh, financially it doesn't make any sense and learn if it says like for example learn then learn what's what's to do next does that thing has a patent mm-hmm. if that if it has a patent probably going to stay there for long and stay going to it's still going to be successful then mm-hmm. you probably will consider buying that mm-hmm. but if it doesn't have a patent uh then about probably in one or two years two three companies five six companies will have the same thing and it's not going to cost two hundred thousand dollars it's going to cost sixty Mm. So and you're gonna be obsolete with you two hundred thousand dollar machine stock and do and uh, then you lose money. So uh, no trends, calculate no trends and uh, the biggest advice for concentrate on clients, clients well-being, clients happiness is most important thing. That's the most important. Money will come, money will come uh, as long as uh, people are happy. And uh, as Zifa said, that uh, there be certain atmosphere in the office that people want to come back. That's the most important thing. Yeah. That is so great. Oh, my God, guys. This has been so fun. I've loved interfacing with you, too. Like I said, when I come to New York, I'm going to have to look y'all up. Yes, you have to come. You have to come. No, we can have a little West Indian, European connection. You know what I'm saying? Yes, 100%. 100%. I love it. I love it. And, uh, you know, definitely tell everyone, how can we find you on social media? How can we find you on the Internet? Tell us. Zifa. So we have our Trifecta Med Spa um, Instagram, which is great. And you can see a little bit into our um, day-to-day functions. And then for me, I have LinkedIn. I'm not on social media, um, but come by the Med Spa. I mean, you could just come in and say hi and book a facial, book a consultation, come meet us, come hang out with us. It's a nice atmosphere. You'll definitely love it. Yeah, Trifecta Med Spa, Trifecta Med Spa. We are, we actually uh, believe if you Google Botox and YC, we're going to be on the first page, number one, or number two, mm. I don't remember. Yeah, right there. Oh, cool, cool yes. yeah so we are, we are there. So uh, it's not so easy not to find us. Yeah. Yes, oh, that's so great. <laughs> yeah, just just Google us, just Google Trifecta Mass Spa NYC, that's it. And we're there. We're there. always be, be, are going to be there for, for, for our customers. That's awesome. So you heard that. They're like, Google me, baby. So yes. Google that. <laughs> we are around. Like what you heard? Please leave us a review. I appreciate you listening and your support. Follow us on Instagram at Plan Life Happens and comment on this episode's post. Also, I appreciate your feedback and ideas. Improving is the name of the game. I'm Leslie Tracy, your host. Thanks for listening.